Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, and welcome to Ask an Engineer. It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday night, which means it's time for the one-hour live maker show. You know and love all the latest news, gossip, new products. It's not out yet. Python news and other things that we've got in our show that we do every week and we've done for about 10 years. I don't really do years. gossip anymore. Yeah, sorry, it's not true. I mean, it's, I, you gossip is in like the latest and greatest. Yeah. I don't know. Don't Stuff really that's happening. That. Yeah, I'd like to. Boy, is there! It's like the TMZ of electronics. I know. Out wish, there. I wish, but, but, it, but it it's like it's like my favorite scene in Blade Runner, yeah. where Deckard is talking to Rachel. He's like, "It's just business," and she's you know, like, and she's like, "I am the business." No, so we are the business. We can't, we can't, we can't gossip. We just got to do the. We got to ship the products and do the work. Maybe instead of gossip, I should say it's no, not ju- out no yet. more secrets. No more jibber jabber. No jibber jabber. Let's let's do some electronics and live shows. We're stuff. doing some live show oh, yeah. stuff. So broadcasting live from the Infrared Factory, where we do our electronic design, manufacturing, and shipping, and testing, and all that good stuff. And we got some goodies for you tonight. We got, like I said, a full hour jam packed with the best. Maker goodies and news ever. What's on tonight's show, Mr. Ladyita? On tonight's show, the code is analog. 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. That's everything except for gift certificates and Adabox. Use this to get 10% off. Save you some money. When you're doing that, you're supporting us, an open source hardware company, woman-owned open source hardware company in New York City that does manufacturing. And we got hundreds of people, and uh, we pay them. And so when you buy something, this is what supports us. We don't have loans, or venture capital. We don't have ads and stuff like that. We just sell you stuff. So use that code analog and save some money on the way up. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects. We had a pretty big show and tell this week. Lady Ada will talk about that. Pack of the mailbag will stop by and we'll read your letters to us. A ton of Python on hardware news. We will get through most of it and then some this week. Time travel, look around in the world, makers, hackers, artists, engineers, current events, and more. Help Lana, we got some stuff on the jobs board, jobs.adafruit.com. It's also a place where you can post your skills if you're looking for a cool gig. Main New York City factory footage, we got a bunch of that. 3D printing, new products. Top secret this week? Yeah, I could probably find some top secret. We might have a top secret Maybe. this week. We'll answer your questions. We do that over in Discord, where you can join the 10,000 plus people who are there, adafruit.it slash Discord. Give away something at the end of the show, all that and more on, you guessed it. Boom, boom. Ask an engineer. Okie dokie. Well, uh, don't forget the code's analog. Um, you know, in oh, addition, I do have some. Yeah, I do have some. It's, uh, yeah, I'm going to grab yeah. some. Oh, yeah, I got some good stuff. Cool. In addition to the code being analog, when you check out of the store, we give you some free stuff. Free, free, free. If you order $99 or more, you'll get a free circuit plague. Sorry, you'll get a free Promoter half-sized breadboard. That's the white thing on the very left over there. It's about the same size and shape as a solderless breadboard. So when you're done with your project, you can move your project from the solderless breadboard to this, solder it up. And now it's a permanent prototype. That's the Permaproto. It's got this nice silk screen and markings so you can know which are the power and ground traces. Um, we uh, sold out of our 149 and up tier, so uh, we don't have any more magazines. Congratulations to all the people who uh, got in those freebies when we had them. We will have some more freebies in a week or two. Um, 199 or more, we have free UPS ground shipping. That's high quality, trackable shipping in the continental United States. It's a recommended way of shipping goodies because you know where it is and when it's going to get there. And then at 299, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express. It's a premier learning platform for learning how to code and build hardware. You can use it with a huge number of different programming systems, from Arduino to MakeCode, which also can do TypeScript, to EduBlocks and CircuitPython, which is in blocks, which is EduBlocks, which is a block and drop 
drag and drop block system. Also micro block support. Um, we've got code.org, CS discoveries. You can also just program it and see if you like, and probably even more ways to program it that I can't remember. Uh, it's got all these LEDs and sensors and buttons and alligator clips. It's a perfect way to learn how to build stuff, and we've got hundreds of projects that go with it. Okay. Uh, for shipping on your way out, if you're in the U.S., use UPS, trust me on this. It's um, good. If you're willing to wait and things disappear and come back through magical portals. Like wormholes. Yeah. Um, postal service, um, if you're not in a hurry. And then international, of course, use DHL. It sells through customs. Uh, if you're in New York City and you check out before 11 a.m., we have same-day delivery to one of the zip codes that um, you'll see on the screen when you're checking out. Lady Ada, we have a bunch of stuff that... Uh, came up in the show and tell that people shared it yes cool. um who was on the show and tell i'd love to tell you about it. we had it we what had did they share? people starting to come back you know people were on a holiday yeah. and now they're they're around and they're building stuff we had gp who showed off this week's upcoming john park workshop project it's going to be a bluetooth energy controlled light switch using circuit python and it's kind of a nice design with a servo so you can uh, remotely control a light switch uh, in his workshop, and also maybe you can do it. It's good for accessibility. It's an interesting accessibility design project. Also, just a fun way to turn on and off a light from far away without having to wire in anything. You just put the servo on top of your light switch. Noah and Pedro showed off uh, last week's project, which was a rose shield made out of foam core, circuit playground, and some alligator clip neopixels. Uh, this is from Steven Universe. We're building all sorts of cool projects in collaboration with MakeCode and um, Cartoon Networks. This is part of that collab um, event. Uh, Scott had a demo for uh, the Circuit Playground um, Display I.O. work that he's done with the terminal so you can have the REPL appear on the uh, TFT display. He got his Model M keyboard working with PS2 so that you can uh, wire up your keyboard and like type into the REPL so you can actually use it as a computer which is like pretty sweet. So I've said this before but this is the most fun right now in this moment of time with um, microcontrollers and electronics hardware, yeah. and Python on hardware. It's so new and it's so exciting. Like, like, it's all waiting to be done. Like, for, for some of the youngins out there, like when we had Macs and like little extensions like, would come in and like use RAM doubler, like there was so, and there was modems and you got online for the first time. Hypercard. There were so many things that were new and exciting and no one else did. And like, I've, like right now, like iPads are cool, yay. But like, it's not as it's not the same thing. It's not discovery. It's more like purchasing and yeah. you know, pressing things. And if you want to get involved in electronics and participate in all sorts of ways, from um, helping out, like we have an, any even from from advanced coders uh, to folks who've never um, done any coding in their life, we have a lot lots of things in Circuit Python uh, to do. But this is a lot of fun because every single thing is new. Yeah. No one has done stuff with this specifically. Yeah. And um, Scott showed off and well, we'll probably show off a fun unreleased product that uses some of this stuff too. Yeah. So if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get involved with CircuitPython, now's the time. Indeed. All the fun's in. One day, like a decade from now, it might be boring, but we got like a decade right now, for fun. Right now it's fun. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, also, uh, Adafruit uh, Mid-South, mid uh, we've got Mike Borella um, with uh, the Lucky Cat guide that he did. Um, it's live now, so you can build a little if you've been to restaurants or, or a store with a Japanese Lucky Cat, and you're like, I've always wanted one of those, but you don't, you, you want to make it out of a Circuit Playground Express. Um, it's a very basic cardboard project with a straw. You can build it in the afternoon and have your very own Lucky Cat robot. Um, he also previewed a heart rate guide that he's working on. Um, you can use a Circuit Playground Express um, to display and measure heart rate, which is cool. 
uh, Davis Stells uh, updated his humidity jar minder. It's like a thing that measures the humidity inside of a jar if you're keeping something um, that needs to be kept at a low humidity. Um, and he's got now a new version with an e-ink display and CircuitPython. And uh, because it uses e-ink, you know, the display always has the humidity. And then once a minute, it turns on, reads the humidity, updates the e-ink display, and then goes back to sleep. So it's, um, or maybe it's once an hour. So it's, it doesn't have to run very often, and it doesn't use a lot of power. Uh, let's check that out. He's probably going to be writing a guide about it, too. Uh, TG Techie is still working on the Tricorder project and will be um, rewriting the GUI, so um, doing a lot of interesting stuff with interpreted language in the GUI and, and like touchscreen and stuff. So it's coming along, making progress. Uh, Michael showed off the Bacon Bits cape for, uh, I guess, the BeagleBone Pocket. It's got LEDs, USB buttons, and a potentiometer, um, so you can learn all sorts of low-level uh, interfacing stuff. LEDs and SPI and I2C and USB. It was meant for a course, but he's also going to be uh, selling them and crowdfunding them to check that out, big and bits. Coding Pro uh, built a cool new pixel shirt. They used conductive thread. Uh, this is really neat. And also uh, made an air quality sensor and is working on ways to make the air quality sensor work better so that um, uh, they can publish a guide that other people can follow along to make their own uh, air quality monitor to tell you if uh, the earth is uh, falling apart or not, which it is. And then Adam came by and uh, showed off a, a, like a retrospective of his first project, the scanning tunnel microscope, or scan tunneling electron microscope, sorry. Um, and uh, how it was built and then like how you make the needles. I remember this from like many years ago, so two years ago. And also been posting images in the Discord chat if you'd like to follow along. And maybe you want to uh, start your own journey in building tunneling electron microscopes. They have their own Discord. There's a whole collection of people who have their own. I am so sims. sure. Yeah, they it's, have cool. the, it's a whole, I'm whole club. It. I'm not on it. Not invited. Don't have yeah, my own. Really? Yeah. Okay. What, what's it called? Tunneling electron so, microscopes? Oh, there's the vacuum hackers. Vacuum hackers. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of people. Though. All right. So we had like 10 people on the yeah. show and tell. I don't want people. Okay. Our participants on the show and tell get an seen on the show and tell sticker. Email support at adafruit.com. For under 18, have your parents' email. Uh, as part of our Adafruit live series of shows, JP has a couple cool things coming up. Um, I have uh, some footage that's coming up tomorrow and then something he showed off last week. So, JP, take it away. to our all-company meeting that we do every week called State of the Fruit. I'll also read these to you. I placed my order today. I must have messed up uh, somehow the first time. Thank you for the quick response. I just recently became an Adafruit customer. I think the company is awesome and glad it exists. Let everyone there know that their customer support is on point and that the company as a whole is doing great things. Have a good day, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Or Chad. Chat. Yeah, Chad. Chad. Okay. All right. Um, we're Discord. open 24-7 at adafruit.it slash discord. We're there now. If you haven't already, you should do that because by the end of the show, we're going to answer questions and more. And when we're not there, you can answer questions. People And hang out and show off your projects. Yeah. It can even show and tell all the time. So tomorrow, JP's show is going to be on and he will be doing a Make Code Minute. Um, this is a new graphic from the Cartoon Network. Ooh. Adafruit and Cartoon Network together. Yay. A lot of Steven Universe stuff going on. Um, and JP's going to be doing another project 
that has some Cartoon Network stuff, and he also has his MakeCode Minute. So if you have a Circuit Playground Express, go to makecode.adafruit.com, plug it in. You'll also notice there's a lot of cool Cartoon Network projects, and JP, every week on a show, does a MakeCode Minute, and here is a MakeCode Minute from last week. Take it away. What I want to talk about in MakeCode Arcade is placing and moving sprites. So when we create a sprite, if I take from the sprites set sprite position to and then a number block, uh, you can see that now when the game reloads over here, it's going to place the sprite at a position on screen that's 120 pixels over and 33 pixels down. Uh, so the 00, zero, the origin, is in this upper left corner here. Now, when I position that, this block actually allows me not only to change the numbers with a slider or by typing them in, but I can also use this crosshairs, which is super convenient. I can just say, you know what, I want my sprite to begin the game right in this position so I can place it. Uh, now, if we want to move it around, inside of this controller block, I have move sprite with buttons. So now if I come over here and I can use my arrow keys to move my Adabot sprite around. Now you'll notice a couple things. It is moving off the screen, uh, which you may or may not want for your game. And there's a very easy way to keep it on screen, which is also in sprites. I have, it's under this area called effects, set my sprite stay on screen on or off. And there's actually a couple of options uh, that you can use here, but I'm going to set this to stay in screen on, and now when the game reloads and I move my cursors, you'll see it stops. And that's why I drew those red marks into there, just to show you that no matter what you draw, your sprite is going to be a certain dimension. This is 16 by 16 pixels in this case. So the corners of that are going to hit these walls, and that's where your sprite is going to stop. Uh, and the last thing is a really convenient little block in that same area called uh, Show Physics on or off. And all that does is give us coordinates and velocity. So we can see which direction we're traveling in with that V line, and we can see what coordinate we have reached with the upper left corner, I believe it is, of the sprite. And so lastly, what I want to do is show you in the overhead here, I'm using buttons, I've got a TFT display, and I have a Feather M4 running this. And you can see we've got the same thing live on a real game style display. So that is how you set the position of a sprite and move it around really easily inside of Make Code Arcade. Okay, so check out JP's show tomorrow on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and more. Yes. All right. Um, it's time for some Python on hardware. Yeah. And there's a lot of Blinka. Um, check out our site and check out GitHub, of course, with CircuitPython. There is a new beta. More bugs being fixed. More bugs being fixed. And We're making our way towards release candidate one. Yeah. Sneaking its way. Good news for the folks who are on the Discord server right now. Congratulations. We applied collectively to be listed in the Discord listing of open source communities, and they accepted us. So if you go to a Discord site or if you search around and you look for um, open source and Discord, a lot of communities use 
Discord, or at least open source ones, and you go to discordapp.com forward slash open dash source, and you'll see a whole list of cool companies and communities and open source projects that use Discord to get together. So if you like the Adafruit community server that has CircuitPython where you build it in the open, this is another way to find great open source communities to be part of. All right, kind of big news for us because uh, we didn't know about this. This is, is a weird one. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, the TI calculator, the TI-83 premium CE calculator will ship with a TI Python adapter that is CircuitPython, it runs CircuitPython. And if you look real closely, yeah. you can see it's an at mega, sorry, at SAMD21, right. at mel at SAMD21, G, uh, E18. So it's basically the same chip as the Trinket or Gemma. Yep. It's kind of like a, um, a little like breakout for the calculator. And this yeah. is a smart way to do it because you can always add other things and you're not stuck with a calculator that event that's harder to update it can't do as many things doesn't have maybe some peripherals that it would work with um, so this is really neat and we didn't know about this is exactly why we do circuit python as open source because people can use this for things like this and not to like talk to us if they don't want to which is cool so um, congratulations texas instruments this joins the third calculator that runs Python. So there's a Casio. The Casio That runs MicroPython. There's Numworks. Numworks. That the runs original. MicroPython. So now this is CircuitPython that runs on Texas Instruments TI-85. Comes out in March. We'll that, get one. This I will mean, potentially mean CircuitPython in the hands of millions of young folks. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's cool. We didn't know about it. Hey, I'd love to see it, see what they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Brent was working on something pretty cool. Um, I have a little snippet video here. He's working on a CircuitPython powered LoRa sensor yes. network to connect with Adafruit I.O. using LoRa radio bonnet for Raspberry Pi. Yep. The yeah. Raspberry Pi has the LoRa bonnet. Is running our Adafruit Blinka and CircuitPython library for LoRaWAN. And then you've got two, or as many as you want, feathers, each running CircuitPython. Uh, it's the Feather M0 with LoRa radio. And they're reading temperature, humidity, whatever you want. And then sending that data over LoRa or LoRaWAN to the Raspberry Pi, which then uses it as a gateway to the internet. So it's basically how to make a gateway from the internet, either Adafruit IO or the Things Network, to you know any number of small sensor nodes. There's a lot of projects a lot yeah. of people want to build. Um, you can now build it. It's all in CircuitPython. It's really easy. Um, and you just plug and play, use a low-cost Raspberry Pi as the gateway, and Feathers as your sensor nodes. So use all of our sensors. Next up, this is our Trellis M4 using CircuitPython. This is called Doc Assist. It's using a Adafruit Neo Trellis M4 and CircuitPython. It's a color-coded um, guide uh, that does keystrokes for repetitive documentation. So if mm. you're using something and you're always writing in the same block of text over and over and over again, like Alfred, but yeah, buttons. you can use a Neo Trellis M4, program it in CircuitPython, and it'll just put in all the text. So a lot of people have extended keyboards or they have something like the Elgato Stream Deck, and they do stuff like this. I've done stuff like this. We saw a cool like legal keyboard. There's like legal words that you put in. Um, so this helps with um, people who have to type a bunch of stuff, and it's the same stuff over and over. Look at that paragraphs happening. Yeah. Nice. It's like a thesis writer. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of neat. This is using a Gemma, and it's an arc reactor. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, Good. The other part of this is we've seen lots of arc reactor projects, but this is the easiest, fastest one um, by Anthony Fox using Circuit Python. Good, somebody named Tony. I've noticed that. Yeah. 
Blitz City is still working on this robot, so I included it this week. Looks cute. Um, it's an update to the IR control cricket bot, now has a chassis and wheels, and uses the IR LED matrix flower. Code in circuit okay. Python. Um, this is kind of neat and super weird. And this is like a LiDAR. It's like a yeah. DIY LiDAR. So if you're like, you want to develop your own LiDAR, and it's using an Itsy Bitsy M4, and it's running CircuitPython. Very interesting. I guess they're using some sensor, and then they're doing like the timing, and then they're doing the calculations yeah. for doing the distance. It's kind of neat. I didn't think of how you would actually make a, your own LiDAR, but you can do it, and they're doing it. And uh, this was to make sure there was a fully open source LiDAR. Top so to bottom. It's on Hackaday.io. Check it out and uh, see what you think. It's called the uh, Unruly. Unruly. You, have to fo- you have to go to Hackaday.io to see that. Check it out. It's called Unruly. All right, um, this is a super cute project. This was the Halloween-based Mac project with CircuitPython and just some sound files and some images. You can make your own startup Mac from the decades. Yes, of, you can go through a nostalgia uh, uh, walk yeah. from the mid-'80s, early-'80s to, uh, to now with all the different startup sounds. And, of course, you can change it out to be Windows or whatever you like. You can just have any kind of, uh, put in any chassis and it uses our um, yep. image reader um, uh, display code that cycles through images and plays down files along with them. Okay, I'll say this. I am impressed with um, SparkFun's movement towards CircuitPython. So this is like- They've seen the light. The fourth or fifth post about uh, CircuitPython. Um, on some of their new boards, this is um, Spark. This is Sparkfun's guide using CircuitPython with the Lumi drive, and then they just posted another one, so I'll do that next week. Um, but if you're interested in CircuitPython and you're like, "Hey, I want to get this thing from Sparkfun," you have even more choices. There's more, more, so, more CircuitPython hardware. There's 30 right. boards now that you can choose from. Okay, um, this is Energon cubes using a Trinket and CircuitPython. When you put them together, they uh, glow. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this is an i8080. Uh, Emulator? Yeah, it's interesting. They yeah. mean emulator, and it's running on ATBT M4, which is, you know, everyone loves this this processor because it's got yeah. so much memory, so you can, like, do things in CircuitPython, and, and you don't really run out of memory. Um, so I guess it's an emulator for an 8080 chip, which is yep. kind of neat. More progress on the giant board. Yep. So Grogard posted up. The giant board beta images are starting to look pretty good. Adafruit Splinka, CircuitPython for Linux, and 100 plus libraries will be included in the default image. That's why we did this. Exactly why we did this. this. Is exactly why we did you this. You want humidity sensors, temperature sensors, yeah. why write that code over and over and over again? You don't have to. If you're doing Linux-y stuff and you want to have all the sensor work, we did Blinka, CircuitPython on Linux. Python, so Python, Python. Giant board gets all the stuff out of the box. All right. Um, more tricorder updates because I really like this project. Yeah, you're into it. This and, is from TG Techie? Uh, yeah. Great. Well, we so, just saw this on the show and tell, yep, and now it's just on the show and tell. Now we got images showing this upcoming tricorder project. This one, I believe, was from Les Founder, and it was a fairground maze that you use. So as you move this around the wire, if it um, if you touch it, it makes sound. Mm. And uh, this is a Circuit Python project so on kids uh, kidscodex.com. And then next up, this is a really long video. It's worth watching. Um, Bill from AT Makers shows all the ways to connect up. A lot of Adafruit hardware with the Xbox Adaptive Controller. And uh, this is just one example of many in here. And I think this is like, again, like this is why we do what we do. Um, Bill's able to do a lot of these projects um, with CircuitPython, so thanks. Um, a milestone that we just hit? 1,000 thank yous. So um, we asked y'all if you like CircuitPython to hit a star. Hit a star. On um, Adafruit 
That's uh, GitHub repo. And you did. So GitHub.com. How many times did they? Well, GitHub.com. 1,007 times. One thousand seven. So if you wanna, if you wanna go there and hit star, you'll hear it in the background. It'll go ding, ding, ding. So onward. Um, thanks. This lets us know we're doing good. So thank you for everyone who did that. One thousand thank yous. We started this Circuit Python community on Reddit. We already hit a couple hundred people. Thanks for that, folks. We added our app to the App Store. It's an update, and there is a ton of Blinka. Post up video with the tricorder. Now I know why I like the tricorder stuff. Um, big news, FOSDEM is the open source conference. And just happened. Just happened. In Europe. It's the biggest. It's like 8,000 people attend. Yeah. All about Linux and open source and free software. And it's it's a party. And the big, big, big news, um, there was a session called Python for Microcontrollers. Uh, Christine Spindler did it. And there was a video. There's slides. And right away I posted because I want to get the scoop. This is the Pyboard D series. And here's some Ooh, photos. Look at that. From the event. They were selling some there, so these exist. They exist. Um, there's some accessories. They're not on the uh, micropython.org site yet. And these are some of the extra boards. They make perfect earrings. As they well. do look like very nice earrings. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like a super fast, I think it's an STM F7 series. So it's probably running at like 400 megahertz or something like that. Yeah. Uh, probably that has like a megabyte of RAM, a couple megabytes of flash. Uh, it has these little plug-in connectors, sort of like, it reminds me a little bit of the uh, High Hirose connectors from um, the Edison. You can plug in boards. Um, other Python and hardware news. This is the MicroPython port for OpenISA's big board. Check it out, it's on GitHub. There's, this is one of my favorite pro, uh, projects. This is a MicroPython-based Rubik's Cube solver, and this is one. Of, this is not a regular Rubik's Cube. It's a 5 by 5 It's a complicated one. Ooh. Um, Hackaday.io, this is a cast volume knob. It's a hardware volume control for Chromecast audio devices. It's based on the SP8266 um, using MicroPython. really like this project, too. This is like Yoga Commander. So yeah, this, Yoga Commander, watch out. This is um, on a Raspberry Pi. It's Linux, and it's controlling um, some Adafruit hardware um, using um, Linux and Python. And it like opens up the blinds and then closes the... Or dims the lights and it's get uh, you relaxed. Yeah, it's like okay, it's relaxed. Relax the heck out of it. Yoga commander. Yoga commander. <laughs> um, there's some. Maybe there's like an enemy in like GI Joe. Yeah. Okay. Um, February twenty third in Rhode Island. This is uh, Intro to Python, Adafruit Circuit Python, and Circuit Python Express by Ocean State Maker Fairmill. Thank you, who just uh, did that by the way. Um, another event that's coming up, PyCades, February twenty third, twenty fourth in Seattle, Washington two-day Python conference. Nina will be there doing a Light Up Your Life, Python, and LEDs. I believe Scott Yay. will be there as well. And then PyCon, that's coming up May twenty, uh, May uh, 1st through the 9th, 2019. Wow, nine days? It's epic. There's it's a, a lot of stuff. Week. Yeah. Um, we also had our libraries listing all the Linux and um, CircuitPython stuff with Blinka. Yes. We updated the awesome guide. We yes. just added uh, Dave's Circuit Python cheat, cheat sheet. sheet. That's which is now really there, cool. which is handy. Um, if this sounds like a lot of stuff and you you want more, um, guess what? Wait, is it a blinker with a VR goggle? That's right. Okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what? Um, you Why can you go. We, we have an in case you missed it post. We have the video recap. Um, we have our uh, weekly podcast stuff that I'll talk about. Um, so we got a lot. But it, the easiest thing to do is go to adafruitdaily.com. Sign up for Python for microcontrollers. It's a separate site specifically because we never spam. We want to prove it. can't do it by accident. And so um, that's it. That's uh, Python and Homeware News. Epic week. Yeah, there's even more, but you know, we we uh, we run out of time each week to to have all of the news. So that's why we do newsletter every week. Okay, uh, time travel. Look back to the world.
world of uh, hackers, makers, artists, and engineers. All this month, every single day for African American History Month, we have an innovator, a maker, a scientist, artist, a musician, you name it. Um, This is something that we're really proud of. We've been doing this almost since the start of Adafruit. Um, If you're an electronic site, if you're a community site, or whatever it is, there's always someone to celebrate. So this month, um, we're doing what we always do, is um, having a different maker up there every single day. So check it out. Um, It's on our site. And in addition to that, because this is another holiday. Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah. It's Year of the Pig. Also, in Vietnam, you celebrate, and many other countries celebrate as well. A Lunar New Year. So happy... Lunar New Year, everyone. Pig is a good auspicious. That's a like auspicious animal. Hey, Fat, happy, tasty. Yeah. Okay. Um, big yeah, news for this? us. So every single week we have the Circuit Python Weekly in Discord. It's at two p.m. on Mondays, and we have a full video recording. And we have and the audio is really what you want to listen to because it's Discord and you're using audio. And so now it's a podcast on Spotify. And you can go to adafruit.it slash Spotify. And if you want to listen to the last year of CircuitPython development, we have a full year there already, but the podcast is there now. And for the folks who are like, but what about iTunes? Well, we submitted it. It's submitted for review, and um, we'll know soon. So we have all those things available if you want to catch up to keep up with all the developments on Python on hardware. Um, Job stuff uh, this week, job that we're featuring is Senior Software Engineer at Space 150. If you're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, and you want a cool job, Check it out. It's on jobs.adafruit.com. If you're a company that wants to find cool people, post up on a jobs board. If you're a person who has skills, post your skills up, and that's where companies find a lot of folks. All right. Open source hardware. We're an open source hardware company. Indeed. You do open source. I and do. I, and, and I'm going to um, change things up this week. Wait, what? I'm going to ask the community to do something. You didn't even know I was going to do this. What? What are they doing? Are they going to write guides? No. Well, some will. Um, so everyone, I'm going to put the links everywhere I can, but um, Our Lady Ada was nominated for a Woman in Open Source Award by Red Hat. So um, they do voting, which I'm a little on the fence on like voting for people. Like, But she's nominated. If you like Lady Ada, you're here in our community, please go vote for her. That's how they I do, do it. I do open source. I've got, I've got the GitHub You have the most repos, PRs for sure. To so prove it. here it is. I put it in the chat. Um, you can vote for more here. Um, I'll put it in the YouTube chat. I'm going to put it in the Twitch chat. And I'm going to put it in the Facebook chat right now. Because it's hard to read all these long URLs. And it's like reddit.com slash en about slash women dash in dash open dash source. So um, please vote for Lamore. Um, that local. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Red Hat. It's open source. I think this is a good way to, you know, let folks know that open source hardware is important. And it's open source. The code that you do is important. Yeah, I remember not not even like 10, 12 years ago, open source hardware was not considered open source. Like people were like, that's, you can't have open source hardware. Yeah. That's not open source. But it's, just straight up code. You. But even just on the code, yes. You've written thousands. Of, thousands of lines of code. Or, thousands, hundreds of thousands Well, now of thousands of like. Libraries Ugh. and such too. Yeah. Um, if you use Arduino, you use Lady Ada's code. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. And you've always done it all open source. Oh man, we have over a thousand. My head repos. even hurts just thinking about so, how much code I've written. So please go vote there. Um, like I said, I, I just uh, I remember when you were nominated for Entrepreneur of the Year. Yeah. And it was you versus like 
23 Dudes. guys. And I thought that was going to be tough. cut their heads tough. off, though. Yeah. I thought that was going to be tough, but the, the, the world who didn't really know you, this is a while ago, yeah. um, read your story and did this. Um, Don't mess uh, with me, Justin's not better. Yeah. But this this is, so if you're just nominated because this is celebrating women, that's great. That's good. Um, I'm, I'm, but if you want to vote for Lamore, um, please do, and the links are there. So Thanks, folks. Anyways, back to our regularly scheduled program. All right. Anyways, yeah, please vote. Um, okay. We have some guides. Guides, guides, guides. What do we got this week? Okay. So let's start off the top left. We've got The Rose Shield. This is a Cartoon Network uh, Make Code collaboration project. I know Pedro made this uh, cool shield. We'll show the video. It's completely out of foam core. Uh, no 3D printing is required. No soldering is required. You can get a foam core. Neopixels and alligator clips in a circuit playground. Code it in Make Code. And you can make this beautiful shield with like a swirling color effect. Uh, so I'll show that video. We also have um, uh, Kathy Ciceri wrote a topical guide. We have um, a cool um, uh, infinity mirror box for your heart chocolates or heart shaped box chocolates that you're going to maybe give away in February uh, 14th for Valentine's Day. You're probably like, why just give away chocolate when you give away electronics? So she shows two versions of the code. Um, one version uses um, LED stickers from Chibitronics, so it's very easy. Uh, no soldering or coating or anything. You just put the copper tape down and the stickers and you're good to go. And then there's a little bit more advanced one, which uses MakeCode, a Circuit Playground Express. Uh, still no soldering, but you have to alligator clip stuff and, and write a little bit of code. So there's two projects, um, one a little more crafty, a little bit, one a little bit more cody. Uh, you can decorate your um, Valentine's Day. We also have a guide from Mike Barella to make uh, your very own super happy lucky cat. You may have seen these cats in um, uh, sushi restaurants, or like Japanese bookstores, or whatever. They're, um, they're happy lucky cats that uh, are supposed to give good business and good fortune. And um, they have, sometimes are robotic. Uh, but I thought maybe let's make our own. So using some paper craft, you can uh, make your very own super happy lucky cat. Um, oh, there's a name for it, but I can't remember. It's a, it's a good fortune cat uh, using Circuit Playground Express and a servo. So it's a good beginner project in robotics. Um, as we mentioned before in the Python uh, video section, uh, Brent did a massive guide on making your own uh, LoRa or LoRaWAN uh, gateway network with a Raspberry Pi that will take data from multiple sensor nodes, like say feathers, with uh, LoRa radios on them, and then send that data either to the Things network using LoRaWAN or to Adafruit IO using plain LoRa. So you have two choices of how you want to put your data up on the internet. Um, and using a Raspberry Pi as a low-cost gateway is an excellent way of doing it. And you can use our hat, which will also have an OLED and uh, some buttons to give you some feedback so you can know what data is coming in for your node. So I think this will be the basis for a lot of people's uh, projects if they're doing um, home automation or you're doing um, like a large scale project because these LoRa modules can work up to two kilometers away or even more um, quite easily. So they're good for uh, campus wide, school wide, home wide projects. You don't have to worry about, you know, can you get the data from one side of the house to the other? Uh, with LoRa, you can, it, it's, it can go quite far. Um, we've got an epic guide by uh, Brian Sedacious. Uh, this is how to make custom eagle boards and send them to Oshpark. So if you've got a couple of different boards from Adafruit, maybe you want to combine them together, maybe add some other components, maybe you know a trinket, a sensor, a potentiometer, a couple of resistors. He shows you how to take pieces and you turn them into like these design blocks, and then you can make a custom PCB. So even if you're a beginner, it's kind of a good um, a basis. It has a lot of animated GIFs to take you through it. So this could be yeah. a good... 
eagle tutorial for uh, cobbling together existing breakouts so you don't have to do a lot of tough soldering but you still get a nice finished PCB. We do like hug reports and we also you know say good work but this one in particular sedacious nicely done because mm. this is a really hard topic I sent it over to Lane from Oshpark he's like oh my gosh this is so good um, there was people that said I just tried to do all the stuff I couldn't do it I wish this guide was around and then Eagle saw it Autodesk yeah and they're like oh my gosh they're tweeting about it so this is already for the people who who know this is it this is gonna be this so, is gonna be a key guide excellent 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 work and if you've ever thought about jumping into doing any type of PCB design um, just check it out because I think this is one of the one that demystifies yeah. If I had to if I had to summarize like demystifying making PCBs. Yeah. Cuz it's not just teaching, it's like this isn't this isn't scary stuff, but it is unless you know, and that's what demystification. Absolutely. Is. So good work. Good work. We've also got an excellent guide from Isaac Wellish. Um, I'm using EduBlocks that beta came out for uh, CircuitPython so you can use block-based programming to program your Circuit Playground Express, which would be very interesting for people who want to uh, get somebody started or they want to start with programming, but they don't want to do a lot of typing or maybe they like the drag and drop uh, simplicity. Um, so EduBlocks can you work with CircuitPython and Circuit Playground and uh, we go through a couple different examples from the very basic blinking and LED all the way to using NeoPixels and uh, capacitive touch buttons and playing sounds. So check out that guide. Um, it's very in-depth and uh, I think EduBlocks is another piece of that coding puzzle, another way to make it easier for people to code. From JP, uh, last week's project, uh, which um, I think uh, we showed a clip of earlier, is the uh, Garnet, um, sorry, what's it called? The um, From gauntlets, ga Garnet gauntlets. Yeah. Um, so when you punch, the um, star lights up because it can detect the motion. So it's kind of a very uh, cool upgrade to a very basic um, a felt and foam core cosplay prop, you can make it interactive, add lights, it's really easy. So you know, if you're interested in um, making cosplay, we want to show people how easy it is to add just a little bit of interactivity to make something light up or make sound. Um, and you can do that using MakeCode. And again, it's a, a collaboration with Cartoon Network and MakeCode. So we're doing a bunch of Steven Universe and other Cartoon Network projects. And then um, we have an epic guide from Erin. Um, this is a very cool project. She has um, events that she goes to where she has a bunch of dancers and each one of them has a NeoPixel crown or NeoPixel costume. And then using this LoRa controlled box with uh, uh, NeoPixel buttons, she can remotely control all the costumes at once. So even if the dancers are all across the stage or all across like, a field or an event space, uh, by pressing one button, everybody synchronizes together. So um, a really cool way of using LEDs to affect your dance or performance. Um, sorry, using uh, uh, Arduino and uh, CircuitPython and uh, radios to affect your dance and performance, to synchronize them. Something that's very, very hard um, for most people, but we've made it really easy, and you can just plug in the code and uh, synchronize your NeoPixels. Okay, and we are now up to 1,735 guides on learn.andifert.com. And of course, shout out to the team, uh, in particular, Justin and also Sheehan, who work on a lot of the things with Learn. Making Tyler, it better and better. And all the entire team that made this one of the best resources online for, for learning. Uh, it's so so It makes it so easy. You can make, make so many guides. Okay. Main New York City, some factory footage from Adafruit here. Take it away, factory. Oh. Thanks for the, thanks for the thing. Yeah, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you.
This is tester. the tester. For a 2.13 inch e-ink breakout, you can see it's the prototype. So I'm testing the tester here, or someone's testing the tester. And when it shows the fancy Blinka, you know it's working. Hey Blinka. It was a little snowy out. Yeah. So this is outside our window. This is a polar vortex. This is when, yeah, then it was like 60 degrees the next day. I know. Okay, 3D printing. Videos from Noah and Pedro. The first one is, we talked about earlier, some cool stuff from Steven Universe. Here we go, take it away. World Shield. Hey, what's up folks? In this project, we're making Rose's Shield from Steven Universe. This shield lights up and makes sound effects when it takes a hit. It's about 20 inches in diameter and completely made from foam poster boards. In this video, we'll show you how you can build your own. 
Get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. We used Microsoft's MakeCode to animate the LEDs and sound effects. CodeBlocks makes it fun and easy to learn how to program hardware like the Adafruit Circuit Playground Express. Start by cutting the pieces out of foam poster boards using our free template. These pieces are layered to form the shield and secured together with hot glue. Trace outlines and cut out pieces to create a holder for housing the circuit board. These are stacked together and will hold the components in place. The electronics are press fitted into the holder and the LED strip wraps around the inside. Alligator clips makes it easy to connect to the Circuit Playground Express. Square pieces surround the battery pack to create a housing on the back of the shield. The LED strip is wedged in between these pieces and held in place with more hot glue. Mix acrylic paints to make a pink color and brush it onto the front of the shield. You can add a light blue color to the outer edge. We used a vinyl cutter to make the spiral thorn out of cardstock. You could also print out the template and cut it yourself. Glue these little spikes to the thorn and place the emblem in the center. These covers will go on the back of the shield and will diffuse the lights. The handle is press fitted into the square foam brackets. Be sure to check out the learn guide for this project. We hope you have a lot of fun building and crafting your shield. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. And you're probably like, hey, I want to see like a sped up 3D printed moon. I would like to see that a lot, That's yeah. What I'd like to see. Okay. Okay, and don't forget every single Wednesday 3D Hangouts with Matt and Pedro. Um, a little bit of a reminder, um, adabox.com, you should go there. We have a few slots open. We're going to be shipping in March-ish. So if you're thinking about getting an Adabox, I promise you it'll be something we really good. We will sell good. out. Guaranteed. We will. Um, so it's always a good idea. Okay. And then Adafruit.io is where we have our uh, free service for makers, but there's a pro edition for people who want to do more. also helps us pay server bills and we have the year pass now comes with a cool hologram looking card um so with that lady ada let's uh let's do this thing let's do this okay first up first up we've got this uh breadboard friendly vibration switch um i love these a lot of people like i need the accelerometer oftentimes you don't you just want to detect a motion or a bump uh, vibration switches work really well. And this one's clear and it's breadboard friendly, which is why I like it. Um, let me show it on the overhead, because this is kind of 
I, I cut one open so I could uh, show what it looks, looks like. So on the inside, you can see um, there's this spring. And um, this spring kind of can flop around inside the body. And the spring is connected to this pin. And this other pin is connected to a little tab here. Let me see if I can really zoom in to show it. So there's a little tab here. And when this spring um, flops around, it'll touch that uh, other pin and then make a contact, which is why it's a switch. Um, so it's, it's breadboard friendly, which is why I really like this one. Other ones, they kind of come with two pins, but they're not easy to plug into a breadboard. But this one is. And then one thing to note is, um, so the spring, you know, this is kind of exaggerated, but it flops this way. Um, so if you thwack it from the top, it won't do anything. You have to thwack it from the side. So, you know, you can, you can if you want it to detect up and down motion, uh, you can, you know, bend it over when you solder it. Um, it can kind of, it kind of bends because it's, uh, the, the pins come in a corner. Um, if you'd like, but yeah, it only measures um, taps in one direction, but it's really low cost. So if you just want a motion switch and you want to plug into a breadboard or perf board, um, this will work quite well. And I like that it sits nice and flat. Next up. We've got a new uh, computer kit from Cano. Uh, this one um, is version, this version has touch. They've discontinued the non-touch version. So now we have the touch version. Um, so you get uh, a computer, you get a keyboard, you get um, this little uh, trackpad, you get, uh, it's got Wi-Fi built in. It's got this nice, beautiful uh, color display and it's all in one and that um, um, the keyboard even snaps into the back so you can take it on the go. It has a battery pack inside so it's actually kind of like a laptop computer. You can plug it in but you can also run off battery for a couple hours. Um, it comes with the Cano software which you're really, the experience that you're really looking for is the Cano software experience. Um, it comes with um, this operating system. It's based on Linux, but you can uh, do all sorts of uh, painting, touch games. They did such a coding. good job; you can't really tell it was based on Linux. Yeah, it's like it's its own um, operating system, and it has a sharing uh, service online. That you can people can share their projects. You can run Scratch with it. You can run all sorts of stuff. Um, but it's, if you want to get a kit of computer, they can build themselves. Um, hack on comes with educational stuff, and it's built on a Raspberry Pi. Um, the Cano kit's great, and you know, even better comes the touch screen now. Okay. Um, in addition to the lovely diffused LEDs we had last week, we now have a bicolor uh, diffused LED, which I'd love to show you. Uh, and here it is. It's, it's, it comes with it can a be red, red or green. Green, That's and it. it's it's a bicolor LED, so it's actually two LEDs inside, and you can control each one individually. Uh, and then I just have a demo here showing it pulsing between red so and green. Like and then of course you can have it be, um, uh, if you'd like, you can um, yeah. set both on and it's kind of a yellowish color. So if I, if I dim this by putting a piece of paper over it, you can see it's quite bright. And what's nice is the color is completely uh, diffused inside this like 18 millimeter circle. Um, but yeah, it's just like an LED, you put two resistors on it, to uh, pretend it's an LED, but it's good for like, I think cosplayer panels or where you want like a big bold color. Um, but it's nice and flat topped. So a nice indicator LED, very visible. Two colors. Okay. Next up. This is an ESP8285 module. Um, so people are familiar with the 8286 and the uh, ESP32. So this is kind of like the little sister. It's an ESP8266, but it doesn't have an external flash chip. The flash is actually built into the chip. So it's a little bit less expensive. You can see here, it's just that ESP chip a crystal, can you go back, you go back to the previous 
No, the yeah. This one? yeah. Uh, you can see the ESP8266 uh, chip with a built-in flash, crystal, a couple of LED, a uh, couple of resistors and capacitors, and that's it. So the module is very small and you know, less expensive because there isn't this extra flash chip. Um, it's like the size of a fingertip, and you can basically embed it into any project. It's castellated pad, so you can solder it by hand if you like. You get a fine tip, but it's not too bad. Um, it's called the ESP M2. Use it as if it was an 8266 and one megabyte of flash, and you can add Wi-Fi to your project uh, without needing a lot of space. It's got FCCC certification and a tin can, so very easy to use, and you get all the pins brought out. Okay. Um, we've got these alligator clips. We've got these in a whole bunch of different sets. And uh, for some kits, we wanted to only include six, so we now have a pack of six. They're 18 inches long. I think they have a 22-gauge wire, and you get one of each color, red, black, white, green, and blue, um, and yellow. So you get six different colors. Um, if, you don't, if you need 12, we have a 12-pack. If you need 18, we have an 18-pack. But for a lot of times, you don't need more than six, so you get one of each color, and this is, uh, this is less expensive. Coming soon, we have a USB-C breakout. Uh, we're experimenting with USB-C. This is the next generation of USB connectors. Uh, you can flip it around. Um, so this is the downstream port version. You can plug this into a breadboard so you can wire up to your microcontrollers that you have uh, native USB, or you can use it to get power out of a USB port. Um, we have it hooked up for the standard 5 volt, 1.5 amp uh, setup, and maybe we'll make some other versions with different setups. But um, USB-C is kind of interesting. It uses um, resistors to, to determine the power and connectivity, sort of like Apple did with their um, iOS uh, detection. Um, so to get started, we'll just do a basic breakout. We're gonna see how this goes, and we'll maybe add USB-C to some of our products. So, coming soon. And tonight to start the show, besides the community and you, Lady Ada. Is this. Why is it red? This, this is a board that was sponsored by DigiKey. Um, thanks, DigiKey, for suggesting this sensor. Um, yeah. DigiKey like, hey, and analog devices. analog devices. We're working with them to get some cool new sensors out to everybody. And you know, analog devices does make really nice sensors. In fact, our first breakout was the ADXL three three five. I think that was the first yeah. breakout we made. So it's in DigiKey red. And then, of course, it comes from analog devices. Yes, this is the ADT seventy four ten, which you may remember if you're an AdaBox subscriber. It's on the Trellis M four. It's uh, sorry, uh, no, this temperature sensor wasn't. It was the uh, ADXL 343, which is another breakout. I'm getting, I'm getting my AD yeah. sensors confused. Sorry. Uh, the ADT7410, um, which is a high precision temperature sensor. Um, so this sensor uh, has a 16-bit um, analog conversion. So it's it's very high precision. And it's also very high accuracy. Um, so it's pre-calibrated. Check the data sheet for the calibration deets. But it's, um, I think, 0.4 degrees centigrade or better calibrated. So you're, you're going to get good readings out of this. It's I squared C, it's really easy to use. We have um, Arduino and CircuitPython um, libraries for it. It uh, works with three volts or five volt uh, power and logic. It's also got interrupt output. You can select up to four different I squared C addresses. It's got uh, interrupt and uh, critical temperature output for, for signaling things. It's really easy to use, um, but it's, it's got good data out. You put it, I put it into high precision mode and read the temperature out. It's nice and stable. Um, tells you exactly what temperature is surrounding it. So um, this is, I think, you know, there's a lot of temperature sensors out there, but a lot of them aren't as high precision as this one. And sometimes you just want like high precision, high accuracy. So this sensor is what I would recommend. And it's not too expensive too. It's like, you know, five, six bucks for the breakout. And you can add a really good temperature sensor 
uh, to your next project. This Good for IoT. So also help me when April Fools rolls around and I try to convince everyone we acquired SparkFun and we renamed the company um, SparkFruit Adafun. Yeah. Let's do products. Check that out. Okie dokie. data. Yes. Recap. This is a new, 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 new recap. We've got this breadboard friendly vibration switch. If you thwack it from the side, uh, the two, uh, the spring and the pad connect and you've got a switch that detects something got thwacked or moved. From Cano, we've got the uh, Cano computer touch kit. It's an all-in-one computer based on Raspberry Pi. You get everything you need to get started. It's got Wi-Fi, it's got Bluetooth, it's got keyboard and touchpad, touchscreen, battery pack so you can take it on the go. And of course, Cano OS, all the educational resources you need to get started. It's a wonderful experience. We've got this bicolor red-green uh, eight millimeter round diffused LED. It just looks really cool. It's got this beautiful diffused look. You get both red and green. You can treat them as if two individual LEDs or mix them for a yellow color. The ESP8285 uh, is a uh, module from Espressif that has basically an ESP8266 with built-in one megabyte of flash, and it's very small, compact, and low cost. It's easy to add a Wi-Fi uh, coprocessor or even a main processor to your next project. Um, it's got a nice tin can, it's got FCC ID, so it's ready for integration. Okay. You've got our favorite alligator clip sets uh, these teeny alligator clips in six colors red white yellow green black blue you get one of each 18 inches long um, we got them in 12 pack 18 pack but sometimes you only need six you only get six here coming soon the USB-C downstream breakout uh, will let you add USB-C to your next project great for experimenting with this uh, newfangled standard there's nothing better about standards than there's always a new one to support so coming soon sign up and let you know as soon as we get them in stock the analog devices ADT7410 I squared C temperature sensor is a precision temperature sensor with 16-bit uh, analog inputs. Uh, it will work over I squared C with your 3-volt or 5-volt logic microcontrollers and microcomputers. We've got both Python and Arduino libraries for it, so it's really easy to get started with Raspberry Pi or Arduino, your Feather, your Metro, what have you. Uh, you can put up to four of them on one I squared C bus, and it's got some interrupt and critical temperature output too. This one is a recommended and a, a sponsored project from both DigiKey and Analog Devices, so that's why it's DigiKey Red, in case you were wondering. And that's new products. Okay. Um, don't forget the code is analog all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. Let's do some top secret. I can add some too fast and ones. And then we're going to answer some questions. Um, yeah. I can answer one question while you're about to show this. Will we um, carry... Uh, USB-C cables, we absolutely, yeah. We already do. We absolutely. have USB, USB to micro B, but we'll carry some USB to USB. And we're working on some other cool USB-C stuff too, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, show what you want to show. Okay, so we've got here, got some PCBs that came in. Metro NR52840. It's got the NR52840 module, and then it's like Metro, and it's got the USB-C. So this is the first USB-C board. Battery power. So it's kind of like a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, a little module. And then I also had the itsy bitsy version of the NRI52840 coming out. Double-sided, because it was just so much stuff, I couldn't fit it all on one side. But it's got the module, Q-Spy flash on the back, two buttons, dot star, power supply on the bottom, two, micro USB, and crystal. Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Put this together, might work out. All right, back in the vault. Back in the vault.
All right, we're going to answer questions. If you posted a question before, do it again um, because it may have scrolled past where I could see. Um, you want to go over to Discord, Discord and go to adafruit.it slash Discord and then you can answer your questions. So um, I think TD Techie had asked one earlier, and I want to try to find it real quick. Um, okay, so when writing hardware drivers, are they written um, for the kernel of R the kernel? For the kernel, yeah, for the kernel, just uh, asking. Um, no, we try not to. I mean, it's best not to so make kernel. So do peripherals like mouse, uh, mice normally talk to the kernel before the OS? Um, yes, normally the kernel manages all that stuff. When we write device drivers for like sensors, we usually go through a layer like Python. Okay. Um, will the ADT7410 connect to the Circuit Playground Express? Absolutely, you can do so. Just connect it up to the um, th three volt and ground SCL and SDA pads. And you can use Secret Python or you can use Arduino. Okay, any upcoming all-in-one product that can charge LiPo batteries with smart load sharing and output 3.3 volts, best if choosable for both 3.35 volts? Not that I got one. I don't have one coming. Okay. Could someone borrow you for a week in a classroom? No, but here's what you could do. If you have a classroom, um, we do a show and tell, and then sometimes what we do is try to coordinate with a lot of schools and we'll do a live broadcast. Because um, putting Lamore in a plane usually doesn't work out. Yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to do show and tell yeah. or ask an engineer. I'd be sad. But you, you get motion sickness and stuff like that. I get sick on the plane. And also, um, the more we can keep Lady Ada making hardware and writing code, the better it is for all of us. So we use technology. Like That's this right. broadcast. Like right this now. broadcast. Next up. Are there any locator pins or markings on the round bike color LED that indicate which pins are red and green? There's no dimensional drawings on the product page. Um, no, there isn't. Okay. Sorry. Please I mean, there's a little blue mark. Maybe that tells you one way or the other. It, there's no real marking. Okay. Sorry. Here's a request. Uh, could you carry a 6.2 LCD that works on 3.3 volts? A 6.2 LCD? I guess an inch. That would be a, a 16. I think 16 by 2. Yeah. Um, 16 by 2, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they all work with 3.3 volts. You just have to power them with 5 volts. But you can do 3.3 volt logic on them. They work fine. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite oscilloscope or logic analyzer? Um, for the logic analyzer, I, I like a Sele. I've got a tech scope. You know, a lot of scopes, it doesn't really matter which one you use, but the tech scopes I find trigger best. Yeah. Um, but they're quite good these days. Do you ever plan on making um, a button with an Eopixel in it? Um, Maybe. We don't have one. We did a project. We have, we have a, a guide that Known Pedro did, I think, on making a Neopixel arcade button. Yeah. So check that out. You can, you can just make a little holder and you put it in. Would you ever be able to put BLE on the Circuit Playground Express? Yes. Yeah, but it would be a different, it's not out yet. different thing. We do actually have a guide sure. on how to do it with the the uh, module. If you want to uh, do a module. Could you recharge the Spooky Eye with a solar with the solar power project from uh, Becky's uh, solar tutorial? You you could. Um, yeah, you could plug in the battery into your solar charger and then plug that load in. And then just don't plug in the USB. Not really recommended, but okay. you could maybe do it. Could you do a APA 102 2020 single roll or uh, of eight or 16 pixel pixels? Yeah, I guess I could. Okay. I don't don't have any plans to. But okay. Um, what did you? It's a uh, good suggestion. What did you code <laughs> the e-paper tester in? The e-paper tester was written in Arduino because it's a Metro. Okay. That's programming it. All right. I think we got all the questions. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Uh, oh, 
Could we make a camera for the Featherwing? Yeah, maybe. We could. Yeah. Uh, will we see USB-C on microcontrollers anytime soon? Absolutely. We showed the, it's not out yet thing. So yeah, it's not yet. You can expect I mean, it'll, it'll make its way slowly, slowly, yeah, but absolutely. it'll make it. Yep. Uh, let's see. I think I got... Do you still like Micro B, though? Micro B was a good one. Yeah. Compact. Low cost. Okay. Reliable. Let's do a trivia question. Yes, let's give something away. You're probably uh, wondering what I want to give away. What are the rules? Someone says give your a high five for the thank you for the community. Okay. Right, what do you want to give away this week? Star the repo. Um, oh, the, yeah? We're gonna, no, these things instead of a high five, you should also oh. star it. That's like a high five. Look at this. It's 1009. Don't you want to be 1010? It would be, it would be like win. binary. It would be like 1010. That would be so good. Um, okay, rules are you can't win something if you already won something before. One winner per my lifetime. Uh, all you have to do is call this phone number, yeah. and you're going to answer. Uh, when I pick up the phone and say, ahoy, ahoy, you'll turn off your audio, and then you'll say uh, who you are, where you're calling from, yeah. project you're working on or you want to work on. If you answer those three questions correctly, I will send you out an ADT 7410 precision I2C temperature sensor in DigiKey Red. Who would not love this temperature sensor? Great for any kind of temperature Maybe monitoring or censoring. Okay. Call this number. What's the number? I'm going to say ahoy ahoy. This is the phone. This, this is what you're going to win. This is the number. This is the phone. This is the phone. And this is the number. This is the number. Number? Phone. Phone. I'm just waiting. Call up. Oh. It's going to ring once. It's going to ring twice. Okay, I'm going to pick it up. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello. Hello. Congratulations. You've won the trivia contest. Everybody. Okay, Yay. Very, well. Very good. I just thought I would give it, a, give it a shot. And you look at you. It's You know what? That's why it's important to try because sometimes you win. So, uh, yes. what's your what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Herb. I'm calling from Ithaca, New York. Ooh. And um, the project I'm working on is an RF power meter for ham radio. Wow! You know what? Somebody actually called up a couple weeks ago, and not from Ithaca, from somewhere else. And they were also building um, a power meter, and they were using like NeoPixels and LEDs, so they they would point the antenna, and the LEDs would light up. It was it was kind of neat. So, um, okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. They, they just pointed it, and so instead of having to look at like a dial in the dark, they would just point it, and the light, as the lights got brighter and brighter, they're like, good, I've got my, my um, good connection. So if you don't mind, uh, what, what, um, what, do you mind sharing your ham radio um, call sign? Maybe people can uh, yeah, contact you? K-A-2-V-O-H. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, and then um, what, what bands are you on so people know where to find you? Uh, I am often on 40. That oh. is a really great long distance band. Ooh, that is far. Okay, people from Europe could get on there, from Canada. Oh, yeah, from quite West. easily from here, yeah. All right. Yeah, the last week's person was from 15 near here on 40. So that's amazing. Well, congratulations, Herb. We'd love to send you this temperature sensor. It could be useful for telling how cold it is in Ithaca, which it... it yeah, I was watching that about the temperature sensor. I do use those in projects. Okay, very, you're set. Very interesting. Cool. Well, we'd love to send you. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, 
at adafruit.com and say, hey, it's Herb from upstate New York, and I'd love you to send me a product number 4089. If you say that, that's the okay. magic numbers. They'll know exactly what to send you, and then you can add temperature sensing to your ham shack. Okay, well, great. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Congratulations, and thank you for calling up. C come by in the show and tell. Show off your um, ham radio stuff. We'd love to see some. I would, I would have to figure out how to do that, but Sweet. that would be very interesting. All right, thanks for calling. Good night, Herb. Okay, Bye. thank you. Success. Okay. All right, well, that's our show for the evening. Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody. Hold on, I'm just going to put this back. Don't forget the code right. is analog. Yes, there you go. 10% all the way up to 1.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, everybody. Special thanks to all of our Adafruit team members behind the scenes. Thank you, Takara is in Slack tonight. Thank thanks, Takara. Thanks, uh, Takara. And uh, special thanks to all of the helpers that help us out in Discord, all our Adafruit remote team members, all the Adafruit employees here, the entire community of people that makes this what it is. Um, we do open source, we give it all away, and like I don't think prizes and awards for some things are good, but in this particular case, when you give everything away, when you give, when we, I can tell you, we certainly don't do this for the money, there's way better ways to make money than, uh, but I don't think they're as good uh, than doing electronics. Um, it's more lucrative, but yeah. not as good. So, um, but you could get an award um, if you do it in recognition from Red Hat, which is an open source company. Um, so if you want to vote for Lemoore, um, I, I'll put the link in one more time. Um, I'd like to see Lemoore get an award. That'd be really cool. She's nominated for a, a woman in open source. So um, that is one Red way. Hat, Red Hat should do something good. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. Um, we will have some more cool stuff and more Oh, we got to 1010. Oh, yeah? Yeah, somebody just dinged. Thank you, whoever just That's a did nice it. number. Nice. It's a round number. Very nice looking. Okay. Um, thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Thanks, everybody. Good night.